Francis Mann gets eight tackles, a forced fumble in the football game, and no touchdowns allowed. Congratulations. Appreciate it. How's it feel? Feels good. It's always good to be 10-0. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yeah. doesn't happen that often. No, you can't complain about that. <laughs> Winning, winning's a fun thing, so. You know, how, how much fun are you guys having right now? I've been talking to other guys just, you know, what this means to, to be 10-0, winning 13 straight games, but you guys are having a blast. Oh, it's so fun. I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, it's almost, it, I hate to say it, but it's like, it's almost like second nature. I mean, we're just doing it at such a high clip right now, and everyone's playing really good football, and it's really fun when, like I just said, it's really fun when you're winning, so it definitely keeps the momentum up and all the guys are really in it together. We're a really close knitted team. So I think it's really fun. You know, we've uh, talked about the last, that the last couple of years is about how connected you guys are, especially in the secondary, but, but offense and defense, both connected. Sometimes you can see the defense they're connected, but then they're not really connected with the, with the offense and there's a little separation. This team, everybody's jumped around for everybody. I mean, this team is truly really connected, aren't they? Yeah, I would definitely say so. I mean, in all the years I've played, usually we're, the offense and defense are really close, but there's definitely something a little different, I would say, about this year. Just all the guys, just, I mean, even when we're in the V on the sideline, you constantly you'll catch us catching the Jumbotron, just trying to cheer on our guys and all the great plays they make. I mean, today especially, I mean, they were firing at a really high cylinder, and it was really fun to just watch Reggie run long touchdowns and Elijah <laughs> make the crazy catch. and. Yeah. Horton to break tackles and score. I mean, it's 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 really fun to watch the offense. But of course, as a defense, we're not really supposed to. We got to be locked in and make sure we're doing our things. But it's fun when you can when you catch a glimpse and you see a big play by them. Well, I was going to say, talk about that a little bit when when Jordan goes thirty three out of thirty seven for four fifty seven and and four touchdowns. Elijah ties the score record with thirteen catches. Reggie has over two hundred receiving yards and two scores. I mean, you you've. You went with them against them in, in camp, spring ball. You don't get them as much now during during the season, but you know what they're capable of. Oh, for sure. I mean, week in, we once a week we get a good seven on seven, good on good. So that's usually the time where me and McLeod are not talking here and there, <laughs> trying to trying to hype it up. And it's really, I mean, it's really fun watching them play. And honestly, the stats you said, I had no clue. Yeah. But just from watching them, you're like they had a lot of yards. They did. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Over 500 for a second consecutive game. And, you know, talk about your defensive effort today. Did you feel good about it? Yeah, I felt good. Um, we definitely left some plays out there. Uh, um, a lot of oppor- I think there was opportunities always left out there. But today, um, the one thing I will say is, I mean, even the drives they were starting to get, the, the way we just bend, don't break mentality for our defense is amazing. I mean, no touchdowns allowed. And mm-hmm. they had a few trips into the red zone and got field goal range. So, even on those drives when maybe a big play or, or they're, they're driving down the field, the way we can just keep together and really hunker down when, when it really matters and keeping them out of the end zone is always amazing. Talk about that a little bit more because is that what Coach Haynes and the defensive staff preach that, okay, big play, whatever, let's hold them to three or, or whatever you need to do, get a turnover, hold them to zero yeah. if you can, but, but at least a field goal attempt because it's been really good all year long. Yeah, um, I mean, the entire year, Coach Sig, Coach Haynes, all of them have really preached like it's a next play mentality. So after the big explosive plays, it's one of those where we don't really – we'll look at all each other and no one's really worried about it. All right, it happened, but next play. Like, all right, we got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Keep up – just – it's like I kind of said, Ben, don't break. And the way we pick each other up is really good, and I think it's honestly really great how we can just kind of forget about it really quick and go to the next play. And then once we get off the field – 
that's when we'll worry about, all right, what happened? Where can we fix it? Talk about that on the sideline. When you guys are in your V and you're in your defensive huddle, how much adjusting is going on during a game for, for folks that don't know that or don't understand? Is there a ton of adjustments going on? Always a lot of conversation on, hey, we saw this or that and let's change this. Yeah, it definitely is a week by week on how much adjustments we actually make. Yeah. But there's a ton of talking about what happened the last drive, what maybe what coverages, what maybe pressures and stuff like that. What do we like going into the next drive if they give us a similar look? So it's a lot of talking about what did we see and how do we want to play it? Because a lot of times when, when teams have success on a big play or something, they're eventually going to come back to it. Right. So I think that's something that in RV we're really good at is seeing what happened on the field and being able to explain it to our coaches like Coach Haynes, Coach Witt, Coach Oliver, Coach Holly, all the coaches. And they're really good at making a quick solution to, to the issue that we had. And maybe sometimes this is not even – there isn't a solution. It's just maybe one of us made a error on ourselves, and it's just, all right, next time it happens, we just – can't make the same mistake. Yeah, just make the play next time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> We're talking to Francis Meehan on, on post game as they went at 44 to 6. Dukes are now 10 and 0 on the season. And uh, for you today, and Drew even mentioned this on the broadcast, you made a, a stick in the, uh, in the run game one time. And, and he's just like, that's what some people kind of forget just how well you and Jacob and Q and, and Cheese and the, and the safeties have to support that run. That's a big part of playing, playing safety for you, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're usually not ever going to be the primary run fitter right but we're always someone where we're going to have to we have to play off of everyone in front of us so that's i think what is great about our defense we let the guys in front of us play fast and they react and they make that's why we have such a great run defense we just let everyone play in front of us and as a safety group i think we're we've gotten really good at playing off of them uh-huh. so if we see them shoot a hole all right we're gonna we're gonna replace where they should be in case they don't make it and that's something i think as the years went on, and even the beginning of the year, we, we've been really good at it. And it's definitely something, kind of like what Drew said, it goes a little unnoticed, but we're okay with that. Yeah. As long as <laughs> the stat line says that we're, we're stopping them on the runs, then that's really all we're happy about. And it's a challenge, too, because you've got to worry about the pass. Yeah, no, it definitely <laughs> you is. You can't jump it, up in there right away. Yeah, I mean, even today, I, I kind of got a little, yeah. a little jumpy, and they had a, the toss pass that, they allow, that I allowed, and it was one of those things where – I just got to trust the guys in front of me that they're going to make their plays. And, and that's really the hard thing. Like you said, sometimes you get a little, you get a little anxious and you get a little jumpy. Right. Like, all right, I know it's coming. Let me go, let me go try to make the play. <laughs> in reality, I don't need to make the play because right. I got plenty of guys in front of me that are going to make it. Yeah, you almost got back to him in time. A yeah. jump ball and he got, yeah. the, got the halfback pass. Yeah, I mean, when the play happened, it was one of those where I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> the second I saw him, I was like, oh, crap. Because he but got behind you right away. No, he but... definitely did. And, and going into the week, we knew 17 was a guy that they yeah. were going to go after. So that probably should have set off a little red flag in my head. But, <laughs> I mean, just uh, like we said, I'm, I'm, it was a mistake on my end. But the way we just bend, don't break, all right, it happened, keep pushing, and we still ended up holding him to three. So Another big play in the game was you, you – I don't know that you really forced the fumble, but you made the tackle when the guy fumbled. Yeah. So that, that, I mean, that, that was a big play to start the second because it's a 13-3 game. They've got the ball. If they go score, it's a one-possession one game. Yeah, I mean, on that play, kind of kind of like I said, Chuck made and tried to shoot, shoot a hole. So for me, I just tried to replace. And mm-hmm. I mean, when I made the tackle, of course, you're always told, put your head on the football. And I mean, <laughs> when I make the tackle, I'm just trying to wrap up. And all of a sudden, I hear the crowd scream, the ball's out. So I'm like, I guess I did something good. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You know, any did they do anything different than than what you expected? Very similar to I think how we approached it this week. Um, definitely, they. I mean, every week, coaches and 
the other staff are going to come in with different little game plans and stuff like that. But I think going into the game, going in our game plan going in was very similar to how they played. So um, honestly, I think it was just for us just doing what we did all practice and just showing it on the field. 44-6, the final score. JMU defeats UConn today. They moved to 10-0. And, and that's one. Some, that's something, too, that you probably – this was a game where you probably didn't have to make a ton of adjustments because you, you, it's what you saw on film, right? Yeah. And, I mean, it's – and honestly, weeks like this are really nice. I mean, when, when you kind of have an idea of what they're going to run and we can all be in the right spots and make our own plays, I mean, that's when the defense is going to play its best. So – like kind of like what we said was not as much adjustments, but it's just a lot of talking about what we see and how can we fit it better and how right. can we do it a little bit faster. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a great defensive effort today. No touchdowns allowed. That's something that we always want. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we don't want the six points, but when the situation comes – With and, your offense, we'll probably be okay with it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll take the three. I mean, especially when, when McLeod and the offense is rolling how they are. It's, it makes our jobs a lot easier. Francis, me and eight tackles today. Had a forced fumble. Six of those were solo tackles today. So, have you become a better tackler over the years? I would definitely say so. It's something that definitely in the beginning of my career was probably one of my weaker attributes. Um, but for me, just trying to stay durable and trying to—I mean, really every day—just focus on tackling and making sure I'm I can put myself in the right position. Um, but for me, I've—I uh, mean, even in Growing up, I always try to be a good tackler. I mean, it's not something I'm like, oh, I was always so bad at it. But, right. But it was definitely something where, I mean, I'll always say it, I'm a cover guy. Like, I, I like covering a lot more than – you can pick one of the two. I'll say I'll, I'll like to cover that But guy. you're willing to do but the other, course, right? No, I'm going to put my head down and, yeah. and I'm going to throw all, all my weight in there and, and throw my shoulder around. But it's definitely something that I've – gotten more consistent with i will say because i'll always say i'm a good tackler but definitely the consistency has gotten a lot easier you know we're talking to francis me on post game and i've been talking to some other guys talked to coach signetti and you know there's so much talk about jamie right now and rightfully so there should be and with everything that's going on the letters sent to the ncaa but but coach signetti keeps saying that i've got a veteran team that can handle all of this you as one of those veterans that have been through a lot of lot of situations and have been here for a long time, has it been fairly easy to eliminate the clutter like Coach likes to say and, and push that to the side when President Alger and, and Mr. Bourne are sending letters to the NCAA still fighting for you guys to get to a bowl and get to the championship game? Is it easy to kind of push that away and focus on the game? I think it is personally. I think the group that we have, we understand that it's out of our control. It's out of our hands. So us complaining or worrying about it is not going to get us anywhere week by week because really the end goal is to be 1-0 at the end of every week. So throughout the whole week, if you're sitting there worrying about if we're playing a bowl, if we're playing conference championship, that's not going to help us come Saturday. So I think with our veteran group and even the younger guys, they understand what's happening. Because of this and culture, right? It's, it's very much a culture thing, and I think – the, the veteran group that we have has very much instilled something really good, and that comes from guys before me and guys before them. It's very much just a JMU. JMU has a great culture, and it's something that we don't really focus on. I mean, every week is just how can we win this next game and what do we need to do? And if the opportunity comes, we'll be happy about it, and we'll put our head down again and do what we need to do. But in reality, it can't affect us week by week. 
That's a great answer. 44-6, the final score. James Madison defeats Connecticut. Congratulations, my man. Thank you. Appreciate you. It's always a pleasure.